Hello, everyone. What's up? It's a Woo. new week, a new episode. And we're your here. favorite podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the most popular podcast of all time. It's just really hard for us to find time to sit down. We're just, we're booked up. Yeah, I'm booked and, what did it say? Like booked, busy. Like booked and ready or ready no, and booked? No, booked and busy. Booked and busy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the worst at saying, it's so bad. I'm always like, what's the saying that people say? Booked and busy? Yeah, I'm booked and busy. That's if, right. It's the effort that counts. If only that was true, I would be so happy. But instead, here we are. Here we are being awkward and uh, doing our thing. That's what we do. So, hey, at least we always deliver. Yeah. I mean, two awkward girls is like, that's what we, that, that's who we are. We're going to deliver it and you're going to just accept it and listen and move on with your life. That's Facts. It. So yeah. to start things off, Amaka, why don't you tell us about something awkward that happened to you in the last, well, since we last talked. Yeah. Well, it's not really awkward, but... I, uh, last, last episode, I talked about the dilemma I had, whether or not I was going to move with my parents right, or move to LA (laughs) or move to LA. (laughs) It was LA or parents. Oh God. Shut up. It sounds like (laughs) an easy, easy decision. But it wasn't because, you know, obviously it's, life is so expensive right now. The cost of yeah. gas, the cost of apartments, the cost of cars. The that cost would, of mental health and just it, being alive. <laughs> yes, exactly. So the opportunity to just like live rent free or even to contribute a, a fraction of what I'm paying now, save more money and then move later when things settle down made was appealing to me. Which makes However... Sense. I realize I'm a grown ass adult, and that would be really bad <laughs> if I, I moved. Mean, <laughs> yeah, living with your parents is like not fun. You know, I I moved home for less than a year during COVID, and sort of in like you know three month spurts. Mm. And I tell you, dude, it was. I mean, there were parts of it that were really nice, and there were parts of it that really sucked. And ultimately after like, or like I couldn't even really make it a full year. I was like nine months. I had the opportunity to like, just say, fuck it and move out and try and figure things out back in New York. And I was like, I'm going to go for it because I'm going to lose my shit if I stay here any longer. Yeah, so I support your decision to, you know, step into your grown upness and move across the country. Which is super scary because- horrifying i did it before but i didn't have like stuff that i have now i moved to, i moved from new jersey to to arizona like 2014 2013 mm-hmm. um i got my first job out of grad school i was living large like literally because the cost of living was so cheap then and i was, I was getting getting paid x amount of dollars which was yeah. comfortable but I bought every, I bought all my stuff there. I bought my furniture. I, I bought like all my cooking things. So I I, I I like got set up there. Now I have everything that I have to like actually move across country now, which is yeah. that's expensive. It's very expensive. Yeah. yeah. And just like the thought of being in a new city, regardless, right? Like even if you're just going 
down to Atlanta or Miami. I'm just thinking of other like entertainment cities. Even if you're just going to like Texas though, you know, those are like all popular places to move that I feel like a lot of younger people are exploring their options and, mm-hmm. and not just like staying in one place, which is, which is cool. But it's like, when you think about it realistically, it's, it can be very anxiety inducing. So, I mean, it's a scary thing and you're super brave for taking the plunge. So just remember that too. Yeah. I talked to my therapist recently. Uh, well, let me tell you her response when I told her that I was thinking about moving back home. Uh-huh. She just laughed. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I started laughing at like, what? She's like, like, no. <laughs> but then I explained to her the rationale that I had, but then I, I told her recently that I know I'm going to, I'm going to move. So she's excited. She's excited for me. Uh, but the awkward thing that happened, I would say is I knew my decision for a while, but I didn't tell my parents. I was like, I think they assumed that I was still moving in with them and like doing that process. So my, I live very close to my parents right now. So my dad dropped me off and I was just like, I gotta tell you something. <laughs> I'm gonna move to LA, and he, you know, he he took it okay. Like he was like, "I wish you the best, and hopefully, it works out for you." My mom doesn't really know yet. Or at least I, like, I didn't tell her yet. My my dad maybe maybe did, but yeah, um, it's gonna be. I'm sure your dad did. If my I mean, if your parents are anything like mine, my parents are. I'm like, don't tell, don't tell the other, and they're like, "Hey, guess what? Guess what? Allie told me." <laughs> exactly. Like, exactly so so you know that mm. mm-hmm. so yeah i think it'll be it'll be obvious when in like a month and a half when i'm chucking everything away and like throwing everything away from my apartment so i can just have the right. bare minimum and that's when it's going to start to become more real for for you and for them I know. so freaking to freak out i know i mean it's going to be an emotional journey so just make sure you take care of yourself because emotions are tiring absolutely so yeah, that was my pseudo like decision making and also my awkward moment that happened to me recently. All right. What about you? Well, I had an awkward moment, I guess. I guess just like really um I kind of gave myself anxiety, which is my favorite pastime. <laughs> um <laughs> I'm so good at it. And that's why I don't want to stop because it's you can't be good at too many things. And I've already found one. So yeah, you can't be booked and busy and having yeah, exactly. So, and, uh, <laughs> so I got invited, honestly, kind of last minute to go on this trip to Mexico for a, a friend's 30th birthday. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, like I wanted to be there for my friend and I also haven't traveled anywhere in such a long time. So I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going. And it's like, Mexico is pretty inexpensive. So I was like, not worried about like the financial aspect because that is like a very real thing when you're thinking about going on vacations, um, as an adult, Absolutely. obviously pay for everything yourself. So I was just like, whatever, this sucks. But it was actually totally doable when I looked into it. So I decided to go and um, I kind of like didn't think about the fact that I didn't really know anybody else who was going besides the birthday girl. And they were all kind of like her close group of friends from her from college. And so I was like really nervous about that because I was like, I'm the only one who like doesn't really know anybody. 
And what if that's weird? And what if I feel whatever type of way? Because like anxiety is one thing, but mostly I have social anxiety. So I just feel, you know, really insecure in social situations is probably the best way to put it without Uh, getting like too deep into my, you know, mental health issues. (laughs) I don't know how you did it. I would never think about doing that. But the thing is, is, and that's exactly what I was going to say is like, it ended up being completely fine. And like when I was talking to some of the girls and I shared, you know, one of them had said like, oh, I have a lot of social anxiety. I was like, honestly, I do too. And they were like, really? Like, you don't seem like you do because like you came on this trip with a bunch of people you don't even really know. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I was like, well, you know. I can't just stay in my comfort bubble and just like never do anything. I had to trust that it was going to be okay. And that like, these are my friends, friends. And so like, if they like her, like, you know, we're all going to probably get along, but it definitely was a little bit of a lesson for me that like, maybe I just need to not think so much about everything. And I need to just try and be more present and um, like go with the flow because a lot of times we end up, screwing ourselves over from our own like thoughts and fears and insecurities and all that stuff. Like it all just becomes like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Absolutely. I, I, I'm going to joke. What do you mean by, you know, that, but I get it. Like I always yeah. think about the worst case scenario and, and yeah, it's definitely self. And I'm fucking awkward. Yeah. I'm literally like an awkward person. And I mean, if you didn't know that, I mean, hello, wake up. The podcast says two awkward yeah. there are two of us. <laughs> I can like pretend some, I have, I feel like I have like an alter ego. Like I pretend that I'm like not awkward in situations and people are like, wait, you're like, you're nervous on the inside. And I'm like, yes, I am literally a ball of nerves. That yeah. Is- I wonder what that's about. Like that, that happens to me too, where I seem very sociable and outgoing and all, all, all that jazz and then when I go home I'm just like oh my god what did I just do oh my god oh my god, yeah, oh my god. Literally same. I'm like oh my god wait that I said that that was so weird why did I say what did it is this weird like I have so much anxiety like before going out but it's like sometimes in the situation I'm fine actually probably always in the situation I'm fine yeah because you're there already it's like my yeah, mind's like, all figured out right you have no option either so it's just it's just one of those things that I feel like a lot of us deal with. And like, also the world is super challenging right now, like in every aspect. So I feel like my mental health is not like, um, it's not like where I'd like it to be, you know? <laughs> and so that just makes things even more challenging, but I mean, shout out to meds. <laughs> shout out to meds. meds. Meds are great. Meds and therapy can be a great thing. It's, so helpful helpful yeah. for me i know for sure i know i i feel like i need to <clears throat> like go back to therapy i'm just like because psychotherapy which is like the type of therapy for for anyone listening who doesn't know what the difference is psychotherapy is like you talking to somebody who can give you a prescription to help you um and then therapy is more just like talking it out well, Isn't that correct? Because you're the nurse. Yes. No. Psychotherapy and therapy are the same thing. Really? Psychiatry is the Ooh. medication part. 
So, okay. So then I see a psychiatrist. I don't see a therapist. Exactly. I feel like I should, but finding a good therapist is so hard. Inexpensive. And it's like, I don't want to like sit here and stew in all of my like problems. Like I want to just move on. But then I feel like the way to do that is to like talk it out and like, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Something I'm dreading when I move. I have to find like a whole new like crew of people. <laughs> I know. Right. So this is a perfect segue actually into our topic today, which is not about anything that we just talked about. And it's in fact about like making friends as an adult and maintaining those friendships and, and how to navigate them. Cause yeah. it's so different from being in school. And I'm going to need this topic in like a few months. From yeah. Now. I'll have to go back and re-listen and be like, how do I meet people? Oh, but it's a huge reason that I feel like a lot of people don't move. Um, to cities that they want to move to, you know, I think it can be something that like holds a lot of people back as they're like, Oh, I don't know anyone. But I still, I still don't know anyone here. So what's the point? Like it's all the same. No. Yeah. <laughs> I only I, have I, like three friends here. It's, you know, whatever. I'll visit them whenever. But yeah, I, I do think actually, I, I think I have more friends. I'll tell you how, I'll tell you how I met them. I think I have more friends in LA than I do in New Jersey. See, and that surprises me. I, I feel like, I don't know. I, I, I've heard things about people who live in LA and they're not always positive. And I feel like, I don't know. I've heard they're fake. The one that I've heard people will like fake accents just for like kicks and giggles. And yeah, I mean, that's I, crazy to me. I don't know about that. The, the people that I talk to are, I feel like they're grounded and real and normal. Well, that's important. Um, yeah. Well, I, I can talk about like how I met them a little later, but yeah, I don't know why, but I have more friends in LA than I do in the East Coast. And I'm sorry to LA people. I didn't mean to make a blanket statement about all of you. I, I, I don't mean that. I'm just strictly going off of literally what other people have said. It's all hearsay. So just grain of salt. <laughs> yes. So yeah, in terms of like meeting um, friends as an adult, what do you think some of the best ways to do that? Um, or do you know? Or you want me to yeah, answer? Yeah, I don't really know. I mean, I think, so like when I started doing stand-up, I met some friends. But then it's like when I stopped doing stand-up and I took a little break, we're not really like exactly all that close anymore. I mean, some of them, I guess, yeah. Like, you know, but... I don't know. And then that's hard to feel like, oh, were they just, is it, was it a friendship of convenience, you know, or was it like people who actually we did vibe and, and whatever. Yeah. It's a weird thing to figure out. But I, I also think some people make friends from work. Oh, I, mean, I, also, I, don't know. I could never. Yeah. I mean, it, it I doesn't, it small doesn't, office. it doesn't help that like, I don't want to do my job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean that's huge no it's it's true I mean it's it's funny and whatever but it's like yeah like, like, like everyone... interior design and like interior design is not my passion and so it's like as much as I like enjoy the people I work with I just feel like we don't really like they don't really they don't really like get me and I don't mm. really necessarily understand them either I mean but we understand each other to a level where it matters yeah i just feel like i can't vent about like my dreams of being t- like working in tv with my coworkers who i work with in psychiatry like yeah 
Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> I want to leave my I job mean, so I can like work in TV. I feel the same. I feel the same way. I mean, I, I guess I could, but it's just like, I don't know. It's awkward when I think also like people want you to want to do what you do. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Kind of. Like people <laughs> want you to feel happy about the work that you're doing and to feel excited about it. And for a lot of people, I don't feel like that's normal. Well, maybe maybe there are people who do have that experience. There are, and I believe I believe that there are wholeheartedly, and that's why I strive, and why you as well um, can relate to this is like that's I think why we strive to enjoy what it is that we do, and so it's hard to be in a situation where it, it doesn't it doesn't not like... feeling super fulfilled. I'm yeah. a person who I gotta feel I think emotionally and spiritually as corny as that sounds fulfilled by what it is that I do for a living. And not actually, surprisingly, not everybody feels that way. Some people are like, I don't care. I can just go be an accountant. Sorry to throw accountants under the bus. Some people love accounting, I'm sure. But like, there are some people who can just like, you know, do any old job and they don't care as long as they're making good money and, you know, they're provided for and they can um, afford to live a certain lifestyle. Yeah. But if if that's their like career, I feel like there's, there's, there's a difference between a job and a career. There is a huge difference. So if it's if it's your career, I think you'd be more invested in making friends in that environment because uh, you're, yes. because that's what you have to deal with. But a job, I feel like there's more. I, I only have so much resources that I can like use yeah. in my in my life or in, in the day. So I'm like. Do I focus on my job and meeting people there or do I focus on trying to like work on a script or network with people in that, in that environment or do sketch writing and do improv? Yeah. Like that's where I felt like I've met people in improv that I've lost in touch with, but I see that, that they're still in contact with each other. And I'm just like, how did I like miss the boat? Yeah. yeah. They're, they're doing stuff. They're doing like shows on and like comedy shows and stuff like that. But I feel like, I still don't regret investing my time and effort into my hobbies to meet people versus like my job. For sure. I've had some friends through improv, but like, I'm also trying to think, do I hang out with any of them outside? of? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't really think so. But I, if I if I reached out to them like asking a question, I feel like, I feel like they wouldn't be like, oh my god, what is she doing? Like she, the day will answer. Yeah, same. It's like, and that's the thing too about I think adult friendships is that there's like levels, right? So there's mm-hmm. like, and I have friends that I went to college with who I maybe don't speak to for three months at a time, but then we get back together and it's like nothing. You know, we just pick pick up where we left off, which mm-hmm. is. I think for me, a style of friendship that I really need. And um, I've never really been that person to have like a group of girlfriends. And that always no, that's bothered not me. me. That's not me but at it all. It bothered me. It's like, what's wrong with me? Like, why doesn't anybody want me to be in their group? But then I like at some point I started to think to myself, like, maybe it's me. Like, Maybe I don't want a group of friends. Maybe I like think I do because it's like normal. And like so that's what you, you do. Know, yeah. 
Right. But like, maybe I just like, don't want that. And so I feel like I've had to just become okay with like cherry picking people who like I fuck with. Yeah. I have that as well. I always think about like, if I ever got married, who will be my bridesmaids? And I, I, I go blank. <laughs> that's mean, like, that's like my group of friends. Like I go blank. Cause I also feel like if you're married. Good weddings don't have bridesmaids. So you think? Yeah. I yeah. hate I hate wedding parties. I think they're awful. I'm uh, so sorry to anyone I'm offending by saying this, but I mostly I, everyone. Yeah, I hate them. Uh, don't ask me to be in them. I don't want to be in them. I'll come on the trip though. I'll go on the bachelorette trip. Bachelorette trip. Yeah, I've yeah, only. I been don't really want to. Please don't make me wear a dress and stand up in front of people. I don't like all that. That's I'm uncomfortable. This yeah, I, I've only been in—I've only been in one wedding party, and it was my brother's. I don't get invited. Yeah, siblings are different. Siblings are yeah. totally different. I had one friend who I would have been invited if she actually had like a big wedding, but her wedding was pretty small. She's told me like, like set separately, like yeah, I'm having a small wedding, but if not, you won't, you're one of my people. I would have had you. I was like, oh, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, that's nice, but I want to be in a wedding party. Oh, I, I want to be. I want to experience one wedding party, like the bachelor bachelorette party, the like hanging out with the groomsmen. Like I want to do the whole shebang at least yeah. once. I don't know who that would be. But. I think you'll have that opportunity. I, yeah. I think. I think the. Uh, I was gonna say the night is young, but it's like the, uh, the future is yours. <laughs> the possibilities are endless. You've got plenty of time, Absolutely. as long as the world doesn't end in like ten years. Oh god! Well, hopefully by ten, hopefully ten years from now, I'll at least have like one person who thinks I'm worthy enough to be a bridesmaid. Yeah, I mean, I'll be like thirty six. I feel like the odds of that are I'm gonna have at least one person. It's one, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. Speaking of like keeping friends, um, speaking of my friend, I mean, I actually known her the longest since I was in kindergarten. Wow, that is a long friendship. I know. I met her in kindergarten, and we, you know, I, and I used to live in Miami, so we, we were friends then. I moved to New Jersey. We were pen pals. We you lived so many places. It's so cool. I know. I don't like being in one place at once. I like to be able to escape. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yes. So we used to like write letters and stuff, at, like initially, and mail it to each other. Which I don't know how I ended up convincing my parents to like mail it for me. That was weird. Because um, your parents love you and they're um, nice. Oh, sure. Um, no, they are. They're great. They're fine. Shout out uh, to Amaka's parents. They're fine. Yeah, so then we kind of lost touch, like, for, like, multiple years. I think, like, middle school and most of high – middle school and high school, like, we lost touch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my parents had, like, a Nigerian convention that was in Miami. So they said, oh, you can go it's, – it's not anything fancy, trust me. It's not at all. But they're like, oh, it you should sounds come. It's amazing. It's trust me. It's there's a bunch of people saying, "Hey, how are you? When are you getting married?" And I'm just like, Shut "Oh up. no!" <laughs> yeah, like one of those people. Uh, but yeah, so I ended up message, like, messaging her and being like, "Hey, I'm going to Miami for this convention. Let's connect." And then it was like back to like old old ways. We Hi, actually. Pals. Yeah, we, were, we we got back in touch. We actually went to Toronto together like a year and a half later. Oh my where, gosh, that's awesome. Which was like so cool. I saw Chris Evans there, but that's a sidebar. <laughs> that's oh, and a, you love Marvel. I love Marvel. Um, 
But yeah, that was actually the trip that I actually decided that I wanted to become a writer. So it was like nice wow. to like what I do when the day happens, I'm going to be like, I remember that day when I was in the hotel room and I was like, I'm going to do this. Oh, that's yeah. so nice. I've always wanted to go to Toronto. It seems like such a cool city. Oh, so cool. I feel like like Canada too has a really cool um, comedy scene, like really cool improv and all that kind of stuff. Like a lot of my, a lot of my favorites have come out of Canada. Yeah. Absolutely. Shout out to that. Cause I'm French Canadian myself. So. Yeah, so that's maple syrup. Yeah, so that's like the longest friendship I ever had, and and we've kept in touch. I have friends that I've met recently. I think I I already mentioned like I have more friends. I have more friends in LA than I do in New Jersey right now, which seems weird. Does it though? I mean, really, what's in New Jersey? nothing but i've like over but the thing is that i met them i met all those people like over the past two years during the pandemic that's really so it's all it's always been like twitter people that i've met or talked to like so 10 years ago that would be so sketch but i I met this i like was corresponding with somebody on twitter and i knew she had a job in entertainment like something like like adjacent to entertainment so i messaged her and we had like a zoom like meeting like we talked for like a good hour formal interview yeah that's cool no it wasn't an interview because like she's my peer like we're similar ages of course but it was like interesting to be like hey can we like meet up on zoom like or random so like each time i say each time i post on twitter not each time but i'm just like i'm gonna move you like let me know so we can hang out i'm like that's so that's like that's a friend that's you know that's so nice yeah and then i have like people that i refer that refer me to people who i like i say to somebody's house i say to somebody's apartment in la that i didn't didn't meet her before like in person i just met her like through our writers group i stayed with her for a whole week oh my gosh i know i was like this is so nice I have other friends that yeah, I have other friends that I've met through like initiatives because I'm if you didn't know I'm Nigerian, which means I'm black. So a lot of um <laughs> dead. That's the truth. So yeah, I met I met like I met some one person um through an initiative because he works in industry, but like hey, call him a mentor because he's not really anymore. He's more my friend. But I, I talk to him, I email him, which is so old school. Yeah, that's old school <laughs> as hell. But yeah, he's like the best. So I, 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 I emailed him. As, I, I emailed him and talked to him as well. I'm excited to move. So I'd be close to like him as well. But like that alone, like three people is not more than I have in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, dude, I feel you. I mean, my friend journey has been so long and arduous um Mm -hmm. you know similarly though what's funny is you mentioned like that this guy was sort of a mentor and now he's more like a friend it's like a similar situation that i have is that um i hired my friend from college uh to be my nutritionist and anytime i talk about anything nutrition related and I, I'll say, because, you know, she teaches me so much mm-hmm. that, like, I jump at the opportunity to talk about it with other people because I'm so amazed um, at how good she is and how far we've come together in this fitness journey. Mm-hmm. Um, not to mention we were just obviously, like, friends from college or whatever. Um, we really got closer, like, after college and definitely we've gotten closer through, um, her coaching me, 
but it's funny because anytime I talk about her, I'm like my nutritionist, but she's really more like my friend and like, People are like, yeah, yeah, okay, you're obsessed with your nutritionist. I'm like, no, like, no, you don't understand. Before, yeah, like she was my friend before she was my nutritionist, and like, you know, I just, I feel, I think I was her first client because she was like, I really want to do this thing, and you know, whatever. And I was like, well, I have problems, and you, I'll hire you, and you can, I'll be your guinea pig, and you know, because shout out to supporting your friends' businesses. If your friends have a small business, if your friend's a photographer, if your friend makes art or jewelry or whatever, like if they make merchandise, if they own a business, support your friend's small business and pay for whatever it is that, you know, you're getting from that service because it's very important. And it's like, I look at her now too, and it's like, I would obviously never take credit for any of it because, you know, that would be stupid. Um, but like, I look at her now and it's like, she's got like a pretty big roster of clients and stuff. It's cool because I'm like, I get to feel like I helped her, you know, realize a dream of hers and a goal of hers. And I know she would do the same for me. Um, and also it helps that we are, we, we both studied film in, in school. So, um, we have the same goals on that front as well. And we, we talk and try to share resources so is, is that still her goal or she's like nutritionist like now? Like no, she, it's still her goal to be in the film industry. But like, I think we're both kind of figuring out what that looks like for us and um, how to get there. Because obviously there's no blueprint. So I wish there was. Oh, I know. <laughs> that's what I'm always saying. It's like, that's what's the most frustrating about this industry is that there's no blueprint. There's no path to follow. You kind of just have to forge your own trail and like, you know, cross your fingers. You got to know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. Yeah. And hope hope that they know somebody else. (laughs) Yeah. But so she's kind of coming at it from a a lens of like, she wants to work for herself while she like transitions to being in the film industry. And she is, you know, she works for a film company now um, doing, I think like research or something. So she's very motivated. Shout out to Cy. Love you. Her name is Cy. That's so cool. Cool name. Her name's Syra. But um okay. yeah, so there's that. And then I don't know, what other friends do I have? I just have like a couple of friends from college. I'm at, like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel so fucking alone. I don't feel like I have any friends, but Yeah. I just, like- that's just me. That's just Hallie. Like I just am a person who I think I like to be alone, but then I get to a point where I feel isolated and I'm like, I don't like this anymore. And then I like go hang out and do a bunch of shit that's extroverted for a minute and then I'm like it's too much this is too much I need to like I need to like go be alone so if you are my friend I'm sorry and I hope you think that I'm a good friend because I try really hard to be and I'm always there if you need me but also just give me some alone time yeah but also tell me that you love me Give me a heads up if you want to hang insecure. out. Yeah, I get insecure. Sometimes I think all my friends hate me, and then I'm like, why would I like? Why would all of my friends hate me? That would be so crazy. They would. They, would, they wouldn't be your friend. They wouldn't even. They, they wouldn't answer the text. They wouldn't like talk to you if they weren't your friend. Because yeah. people are flaky, and they will make it. A, they will take the first opportunity to not reach out to people and, and not respond. It's true. Yeah, Trust but me, also I, that's another thing. Like, not to. I know we're kind of you know, being close to time. But that's another thing I think about um, adult friendships is that they're just different in terms of like communicating and like 
what you're willing to accept in a friendship. Like I'm not willing to accept negativity from somebody, but I am willing to accept someone's flaws. Like I have this one friend who it's like, we'll make plans a bunch and probably seven or eight times, seven or eight times out of 10, like she'll flake on me. Oh no. And yeah. And like, I used to get super butthurt about it, but then I realized that it's actually just a reflection of her, like saying yes to everything and kind of overextending herself. And like, to be honest, when I make plans with her, I don't like count on them happening. And if they don't happen, then I just don't care. And I'm not mad. Gotcha. You know, yeah, I, I love her and she's my friend and I want her in my life. So if that's like the friendship that she needs. Like I can adapt to that. Yeah, I'm very like, I don't like making plans because I, cause if, I make, if I make plans, I can't be flaky. Like I'm very much like a, I, I don't flake. If I'm doing something, yeah. if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Uh, but if somebody else makes a plan and they flick, I get so mad. I'm like, what are they doing? They hate me and everything. Which No, me too. I used to take it like as a person. I really used to take it super personally, but I don't know. Some Somewhere along the way, I was just like, it's probably not really about me. Yeah, the outlook is better like, than the way I, I was thinking. I mean, if you don't, there's also nothing wrong with like, if you don't want to put up with that in a friendship, you should be entitled to say like, I want people who make time for me. And that's very valid as well. Yeah. I think it's a case by case basis. And (laughs) I really do. Like, I think it's like, it's like a person to person thing. It's like, I've had friends who I wasn't willing to accept, you know, what they were giving me in the friendship. So Mm -hmm. I've, I cut them off, but also I could be a little bit like a chopping block and I could cut people off a little bit too easily. And that, that could be very lonely too. So I had to change my ways a little bit. You live, you learn. Yeah. It's just this little thing we call growth. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, on that note, I say let's rewrap it up. Yeah. Um, Any last minute thoughts that you have? No, just um, be good to your friends and, you know, make sure your friends are good to you. And support them in their endeavors. Hell yeah. I think those are the main takeaways. And um, stay awkward and follow us on all of our socials. We're at 2OffGirlsPod. Perfect. Okay, guys. We'll talk to you later. See ya.